Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. everyone and welcome back to the season two wrap up this is the golden can of bean awards dun, dun, dun. i know i feel like i should have some fun music or something <laughs> going on right now how are you today tori i'm excited how are you oh i'm so good uh also a little exhausted from what we just went through <laughs> earlier today would it, you like to explain oh my goodness so um, you may recall from our season one recap, we collected recipes mm-hmm. throughout the season that we wanted to try, things that characters made throughout the episodes or maybe talked about or enjoyed themselves that we wanted to try. Um, so we did the same thing for season two when we collected some recipes. Yes. And we just had um, a somewhat successful time in the kitchen. Yes. I mean, we spent like two and a half hours in the kitchen doing various things. <laughs> Most of it, you. So for the season, we decided to do, well, first of all, we started off with some chai lattes. We did. And banana bread, courtesy of Starbucks. Amazing. Um, which is our local cafe. To, <laughs> uh, from the episode Cafe with Winnie and we met Fido and everyone. So we had those. In, and and then- In, in yes. hindsight- I wonder if we should have gone to Foxtail. Oh. Because that is kind of the Orlando area Starbucks. Okay. That is like grown. I think it started in Winter Park, right? I don't I know. I don't know. I think it did. It, they're everywhere now. And then it grew and grew and grew like a chain. And I heard they're taking them to Las Vegas. Really? Do, so do they have banana bread, though? I don't know if they have banana bread, but they for sure have chai lattes. Mm. But just because it's like the Orlando coffee shop. That's why I said maybe Foxtel was could be considered our local mm. cafe. But we did do Starbucks for the banana bread and the chai latte, which were both delicious. They were. So for a life thing, I have never actually had the banana bread at Starbucks. I always go with the pumpkin bread every ah. single time. I have never even had the lemon loaf. I know people love the lemon loaf. I basically just stick with the pumpkin bread <laughs> to the point that I got my son hooked on it. Nice. Where I haven't had a piece of pumpkin bread in probably six to eight months because it seems excessive buying two of them so I just always he just always eats it it's his favorite thing he will ask for it uh but the the banana bread was actually really good and that was from which episode that was from cafe nice yes so in addition we also had and we can talk about these we'll kind of sprinkle them throughout the episode yeah we also tried meat pies yes we did they were frozen from a company who was inspired by the Aussie meat pies. So they came back here to the States and started a company. So it's Americafied. But it was pretty similar from the recipes that I read online. I just didn't feel like making that recipe because it was different puff pastries. And yeah, it was so, a lot. So we tried that. 
Um, the spring rolls, which are arguably from season one episode takeaway. But the reason that we made them is because they're in the new Bluey and Bingo cookbook. And we just love the episode takeaway. So I made some spring rolls. They were pretty delicious as well. And then, Tori, you decided. I was a little ambitious. You were so ambitious. What did you make? Duck cake. Oh, my God. And how was that experience for you? <laughs> it was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> Much like Bandit, I ended up crying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, folks. I did get some videos, and I am going to post them. Yes, it was fully documented, the entire experience. Um, I really thought it was a lost cause. I, too, had the head fall off, similar to Bandit, and thought it was a complete lost cause, but we pushed through, and I was shockingly surprised and happy with the outcome yes yes i was proud proud of the outcome i very proud yeah you you took that one on and we definitely have some tips i think for making duck cake for sure. if you're ever going to attempt one in the future so this is our wrap-up show this is where we talk about season two how we felt about the 52 episodes that we watched we are also going to talk about some of our favorite episodes mm-hmm. our least favorite episodes and then we have Lots of amazing listener categories. So this is where you, the listeners, have either written in to us via email or on Instagram have sent us some different categories. And we're going to award some prizes. We're going to talk about them because I'm sure there's going to be a few that are different between what you think and Mm -hmm. I think. So we're going to talk about them a bit. And we're going to award a golden can of beans to uh, different episodes or characters. Amazing. Amazing. So, all right. So let's do some overviews. What did you think of this season overall? This process of overviewing the whole season is so hard because there are so Mm. many episodes. And you definitely have a couple that are your top of mind. And as the season went on, I did kind of keep a top, top five, bottom five running lists But then when I dug into the episodes, it was like, oh, I forgot about this one. I forgot about that one. Oh, that one. It's such a classic. I could have sworn that was season one and it's not. It's season two. So it was amazing how the seasons kind of run together. And there's a few that just go classic and you just assume it's older and it's not. So it was really hard for me to kind of identify the tops and the bottoms. There were, I feel like in season one, some like stinkers. Like there were some bad ones. There and were a couple that stood out. My bottom five from last season was definitely more defined. It was easier. And it was a lot easier. This time I was like, okay, was if harder. I have to choose five, yeah. it's gonna be these ones. So I, don't even I agree know if I with got you. To five. I don't know. Did if I you? Got five. I got I only have three in my bottom. I, I got to, I got to five, but I okay. had to look at the list quite. Yeah, it's really hard. Quite a lot, and that's saying something for fifty-two episodes. Yeah, and that is a lot of content. It really is, and a lot of them are so high quality. I also had an issue with the top five. I have more than five. <laughs> oh, do you? Really hard. Okay. So, and then I also pulled Instagram, of course, and kind of got there. Oh, okay. What people said. I mean, it was pretty consistent. Let's be honest. You know, okay. Now I'm nervous. I'm going to be way off. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I say we just start talking about those. Okay. And then we'll talk about the food for a little bit. And then we'll dive into the listener categories. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So top five. in no, It can be in no particular order. Okay. Because I did not put them in a particular order. Okay. All right. 
So, do you want me to start? Yeah. Does that make you feel better? Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) I had Baby Race. Okay. Sleepy Time. Sticky Gecko. (laughs) Hammer Barn. And Escape. Oh my gosh, what's Escape? Escape, remember? It was that hand-drawn one where the kids are chasing the two parents and they're trying to get away. And then at some point, the the parents go, okay, you got us. They say, you got us. And the kids go, no, 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 we want to keep chasing. And they go, well, we love you. Come back here. And then it is the opposite way. But it's that I picked it. I picked it because it was, I thought it was a really fun story. It, we got introduced to Jerry Lee, the butler. Uh Uh-huh. And the, the dream house. Oh, yeah. What? The dream house call. It's like a giant dream house on wheels. Yeah, it's got 11 burger shops and 20 bedrooms and 40 toilets and a spa on the balcony. Who's driving it? Butlers. Butlers. And it was Escape. there it is yeah the way the way that it was just drawn i just thought it was a really oh fun gosh. unique amazing episode so in i my, stuck it in there in my notes i have i think this might be a new top fave for me <laughs> fun new storytelling technique <laughs> they pushed the ending to a place i didn't expect and ended up totally mm-hmm. got me teared up yeah wow so i missed I, it i, I missed tr- it yeah i tried not to just go with all the ones that made me cry uh-huh. and tug at my heart strings so i tried to kind of pick different episodes for different reasons so those are some of the reasons i love escape hammer barn to me is just such a classic episode it was the first mm-hmm. one of the season yep. that i saw so many classic lines from mm-hmm. it. So there's just a place in my heart for Hammer Barn. Sticky Gecko, I chose because I just laughed so hard and I related to Chili so much in trying to get the kids out of the house. Yep. Chattermax cracked me up. I have laughed mm-hmm. so much in that episode. I had a for real life moment with my own Sticky Gecko staying on the ceiling of our house for months. <laughs> Sleepy time. That one really just we made me know cry. That's a favorite for that's you. A f- that's a favorite for me. Honestly, that's like a top for most every single person that like wrote in. Uh-huh. They all said sleepy time. Yep. Everybody put sleepy time in there. Mm-hmm. The music. It, again, just such an interesting thing. And then Baby Race. Again, that was it was super funny. There was like bandit background humor for me. And then, yeah, it was like the mom thing. Mm-hmm. So that's, I have other ones that I put in different places. There's so many good ones, but those are kind of, those were my five. Baby Race, Sleepy Time, Sticky Gecko, Hammer Barn, and Escape. Nice. Very mm-hmm. good. Um, okay. I have Octopus. Oh, yeah. I just, I love that game. I love that it takes place somewhere else. I love that someone is comparing themselves to Bandit and that whole storyline I just really resonated with. And because when I talk with Bluey about people, I feel like that comparison to Bandit comes up so often. So I love there was an episode about it. So Octopus. I also had a Hammer Barn. Yep. Hammer Barn. It's just, I just feel like it got season two off on such a good foot. Agreed. That it just always felt like it anchored season yes. two in a way. I think that's a perfect way to put it. It anchored everything that kind of happened in the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, I have Dance Mode. Oh, yeah. I was really... <laughs> I was I was torn on some of these. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. I had some honorable mentions too because I was like I couldn't do them all. Um, so yeah, dance mode. 
classic play such a cute game i feel like it's one that comes up with charlie when we're walking the dog it comes up a lot so it's really like you know closer to your heart when it's something that you're doing with your kid as well um charades Mm. to me was one of i think it was one of the first episodes where i really like got into muffin or appreciated muffin or enjoyed like to me that's like a classic muffin episode in fact that was such a classic episode that was one of the ones i thought was season one so when I realized it was season two, I was like, oh, well, this has to be in the top five because I thought this was so classic <laughs> that it was season one. So um, and I love the Nana moments. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it kind of mm-hmm. solidified the Nana and the Muffin, that, that outside family. It was early season two. It was very early so season two. So I felt two. like yeah. it kind of rounded out what that family unit looks like outside of just the core four healers. So I like that about it. And I think that's four. So for the fifth one, I'm really torn. So what I have left on my list is Baby Race. Oh, yeah. And Duck Cake Can Stand is like one. So those are like my (laughs) five and six. Well, now that you've made a duck cake. I feel like it's got to be Duck duck Cake. cake. Yeah. But I think of Duck Cake and Handstand as like one thing. So I think of those as together. So we'll put those there. And then my honorable mentions would be Baby Race, Sleepy Time, and Bingo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love the bingo episode. I have that as on on one of my lists as well. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's so hard. Now, what I'm really even more interested in is kind of what fell to the bottom. I'm really wondering how you came to five, and you're going to be mad at me on one of my three. Oh, really? One it's probably my, sleepy time. No. One of my bottom is in your top. No. Mm-hmm. It must be Sticky Gecko. It is. It is Sticky, <laughs> sticky Gecko. Because I was like, wait, she talked about Hammer Barn. She talked. She couldn't remember Escape. She talked about Baby Race. She talked about Sleepy Time. Like, it has to be Sticky Gecko. So why did you put Sticky Gecko in your bottom? Um, as we know, I have stress around leaving the house and getting out the door, like anxiety. Yes. And it like that's when I stress out. That's when my family thinks I'm being mean because I'm like, get your stuff, get your shoes, do this, do this, get out. Bah, 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 bah. So it was a very stressed out episode for that. <laughs> um, and I do what I do appreciate about the episode is seeing um, Chili lose it. Because you don't get to see these parents lose it very often. Mm-mm. So I do appreciate that about it. But just the stress of like, I don't want an episode about leaving the house because that's stressful enough in my real life. <laughs> I don't need it in my like fun time TV watching. All right. So what else do you have that kind of fell to the bottom? I also have typewriter. I have that one as well. <laughs> yeah. That one was like, I lost interest. I like wasn't paying attention the whole time. And then I was annoyed with Calypso at the end for hiding the typewriter. Like the whole thing just didn't sit right with me. Like I just, I never clicked in. Like most episodes, even if there's something I don't care for, something else hits my heartstrings or there's always a balance. But that one, they just lost me all around. Yeah, I have that one as well. Okay, next. So my, my last one, because I only came up with three. Oh, okay. Um, is Road Trip really that was my other stressful one. Oh, because it stressed just, you out it's just stressful it's like oh. and then the, and then no one supported bandit in his stress they were just like making it worse <laughs> like he, if he's stressed out because we're going slow let's support him but no we're gonna make things take longer and stress him out more and then they didn't know where the ipads were i mean come on like i just found the whole thing like anxiety and stressful <laughs> Yeah, I think it's interesting how we either gravitate towards or against something based off of our for real life instincts and things that we've been through. So I had typewriter. Great. 
I also had Postman. Okay. Where, where they were playing The Ground is Lava. Mm-hmm. I just was like, I mean, I get it, but if I have to choose, that's going towards the bottom. I put in Swim School, okay. if I'm, like, trying to pick five. Like, it was a fine episode. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, also, they were in a pool. Why is the kid on your back? Like, you could teach people, like, to drown. Like, I mean, you know, I'm yeah. just, like, going yeah. way too far with it. Yeah. I had Dunny. Oh, I wondered if that would be on the list. Yeah. I I just was, like, it's funny because my child loves Squish Squash, but, and there's some good things about the episode, I just felt like maybe it could have been told in a different way. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know if them all being in bed, it was like the middle of the day. I was a little confused. That was weird. Yeah, that was weird. We were like but trying I, to justify it, but they But like, I like the, I like kind of the message, the introspection that Chili went through of like, oh, maybe me saying something as bad is making it seem like it's bad. It's not actually bad. And I'm not teaching something correctly. You know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. And then this one is probably... You're probably going to be like, what? Because I remember you saying you really like this episode. Barky Boats. Oh, I love Barky Boats. Yeah. I just like was like, okay, why, why do we need middle schoolers? Like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, I felt like that also, you know, that for real life. I have a kid almost in middle school. Yes. So, yeah, it definitely either connects with you for a real life or it doesn't. Yes. And then I have several, when we get to the listener categories, I have some honorable mentions okay. <laughs> down below nice. as well. Okay, class, something very special is happening today. What is it? Ooh, Bluey's going to marry Mackenzie. No, she's not. So before we get to the listener categories, let's talk about one of the foods we ate. Okay. So spring rolls. Yes. I made them. I followed the recipe that was in the book. I did not actually put them in the oven. I put them in the air fryer. So here is a little tip and recommendation. If you guys make them, definitely try them in the oven and make sure you're putting some oil, spraying some oil on them beforehand because I did feel like they were a little dry. I don't know if the oven would have been that different than the air fryer. You need to like... I mean, we're deep honestly, them. we're used to them from the restaurant where they're actually deep fried. Where they're deep them. fried, right? Yeah, because the yeah. oven wouldn't have made them less dry than the air fryer. Yeah. However, we do have a pro tip. Uh, we got a bunch of different dipping sauces. That was fun. And your husband like laid them all out. So we had soy sauce. We had a peanut sauce. We had teriyaki. Teriyaki. And then I got at the store the pf chang sesame sauce was good. which i have never had before and i thought that one was really good so yeah. if you guys are going to make some spring rolls or have them from a takeaway place i would definitely suggest some pf chang's sesame like yeah, dip the sauces definitely made it more fun to mm-hmm. like try the different sauces it was good yeah and you were also saying that the mix from the spring rolls would actually be really good and it's like lettuce wrap filling. Oh yeah, definitely. So I definitely may try that because it we only used I used all the chicken, but only half of the other stuff. And we had so much mix. So much mix. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do lettuce wraps with the leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So let's do a couple of listener categories, give out some awards, and then we can talk about the meat pies next. Okay, perfect. All right. So the first category I have is music 
best music in a Bluey episode goes to Tori. What do you say? Who do you give it to? I give my can of beans to ice cream for Tchaikovsky's Nutcracker, Waltz of the Flowers. Very good. Very good. Very good. (laughs) I put two to three for each one of the categories. I also have ice cream. Yay. So ice cream definitely gets, gets a golden a can, can of, beans. of beans. Yes, that was a beautiful episode all around. I love how the music really informed like the flow of the episode. Mm-hmm. We had a muffin cameo at the beginning. Bandit was funny in it. So yeah. it was kind of bookended. There was a really great quote. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a great one. I also had sleepy time. Yes. Because, again, that you know, that's the planets. Literally, the name of the piece is the planets. So, and again, beautiful. And there really wasn't very much talking at all in Sleepy Time. It mm-hmm. was all just music. But, um, you know, I also like ice cream. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Yay to ice cream. All right. Next category. Best Supportive Friend Award goes to oh wait should we do the i was thinking i'm like oh we should do nominees and then we should but yeah let's just give out the awards yeah i only have one for each though okay tori the i wonder if um our listeners could hear that giant thunder that just happened i was like that pause was not just us it was some thunder in the background uh okay tori best supportive friend award goes to army but who an army? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Rusty in the episode Army. Good job. Thank Good you. Good job. Um, I had none of not that one. <laughs> Lucky's dad in Dad Baby. Oh my goodness gracious! Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a perfect mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. That one is perfect. I also had Chattermax in Sticky Gecko. Nice. Yep. And. Last but not least, Alfie in The Quiet Game. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So I think I think they all get a golden can of beans because they all worked very hard yes. and helped out our main characters quite a lot. Agreed. Yes. Next category. Best character progression. So this one was hard. Yeah, I don't have anyone for this oh, like, okay. I was like uh, I, season three because I've seen episodes in season three I can get there for season three uh-huh. I had a really tough time with character arcs because I don't know I just there are did. eight minute episodes because they're eight minute episodes <laughs> so I had double babysitter and Christmas swim because oh. we see kind of the evolution of that relationship okay so that was where my mind went for character progression very nice so you're giving it to Rad and frisky? Yes. Okay. Although now that I think about it, I wonder if Army would also count because that's the one where Jack is being harassed because of his like ADHD tendencies. Yes. And then Rusty kind of trains him to be in the Army and plays with strengths. So then by the end, he's like handling things better. I hadn't even thought about that. That's a good one. It's it's within the episode that there's yeah. like a character progression. I was uh-huh. thinking over the entire season, oh, which was it. hard. Yeah. But I like your head. Okay. Yeah. I'm here. I say we give a golden can of beans to both of those. 
Okay, perfect. Thanks. Yay. <clears throat> Yay. All right. One more. This is a big one. Okay. And then we can talk about meat pies. Sounds good. <laughs> I have I have four nominees oh for this next one. <laughs> the Golden Can of Beans for Best Tearjerker goes to Granddad. Ooh, Granddad, yes. That was a great episode. That was one of the four that I had. Yeah. Yes. In my original notes, I wrote, this one made me cry. Like, really cry. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. I probably have more episodes in the tearjerker category than any other category. Honestly, I stopped because I was like, this one was perfect. It hit all those heartstrings. I cried. And I felt like if I kept looking through the episodes, I would find too many. So I was like, one and out. I just stopped looking. So good for you for really going down the uh, rabbit hole. Thank you. So I have Rug Island. Oh, that's a Mm -hmm. good one. Baby Race. Of course. Mm -hmm. Sleepy Time. Yes, we know that's your favorite. And Granddad. Oh, yay. So I just just did four. (laughs) There are more. There are more. But that is... That is saying something that there's so many episodes that really just touch people and make Mm -hmm. people cry for different reasons, especially for a kid's show. The amount of times that I am like left crying and blubbering after watching a kid's show and my child is sitting there perfectly (laughs) fine, totally normal, having a good time. He doesn't even catch it most of the time. He just looks at me. He's like, why are you crying? Is saying something. So, yeah. So funny. Uh, almost every episode just get like a golden can of beans for uh, a tearjerker. <laughs> but yes, Granddad is, that's a great one on multiple levels. I remember when you used to take me swimming here. Yeah, me too. That was a long time ago. No, it was yesterday. All right. So now let's talk about meat pies. Yes. So we did the meat pies, which were from the episode Handstand. Mm -hmm. It was one of the things that Uncle Stripe was during that entire looping episode. He kept going back and he would, I guess he was trying to defrost them. And what he should have been doing is just cooking them in the microwave. So I originally looked up and we had talked about, oh, we can make meat pies. We can make them, right? We can make handheld pies. I see it all the time on the British baking show. Like other countries love handheld meat pies. The closest thing we have here in the U.S. is like an empanada. Yeah. You know, like in my mind, that's like the closest. closest. And it's not even a U.S. food. It's not. It's not. (laughs) So I was like, maybe we make them. And then I looked up recipes on how to make them. And I said, nope, don't want to make them. And because in Handstand, Uncle Stripe is microwaving them. I'm like, maybe there's something I can like find. Maybe, just maybe at the store there'll be something. So I went to the store and lo and behold, there was this brand called Boomerang of all things. And so I guess it was a guy who went to Australia, fell in love with like handheld meat pies, came back here to the US and decided to make like his version of them. So they're not exact, but I was like, hey, we can put this in the microwave. This is gonna be great. So all it is, is essentially like, ground beef for meat with gravy and it looked like kind of like onions Mm -hmm. and just like a flaky pastry 
crust. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it was. That's all it was. So I wouldn't say that it was terrible, but I feel like if I was going to eat it again, I would want to actually make it myself so that I could control what flavors were in the meat because it was just a little like boring. Yeah, I I, I didn't hate it. Right? But I didn't love it. Yeah, I, like I didn't finish mine. I didn't either. I also feel like... I really wanted it to be chicken pot pie and it wasn't <laughs> because that's what it looks like from the outside. It, it kind of looked like a little, yeah, they do kind of look like little pot pies. Yeah, it looked like a chicken pot pie, which I knew that's not what it was. Yeah. And I kind of feel like our chicken pot pies are actually looking like their meat pies. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, fair. 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 <laughs> which came first, the meat pie or the pot pie? Yeah. Pretty sure it was the meat pie. Yeah. But. Yes, I kind of wanted it to be a little bit more like that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So I think we should try it again, but I Mm -hmm. think it's going to have to be a we make it from scratch sort of deal. Well, and it's funny because my only reference or my main (laughs) reference for meat pies is um, reading historical romance novels. And they always (laughs) go on walks. Like, in the park, and they always, like, buy a meat pie and eat it. I don't know why. It's just, like, something they do. So I always think of, like, (laughs) women in fancy dresses in, like, the 1800s eating meat pies in a park. Like, to me, that's... What? What are you reading? Uh, Is this, like, what Bridgerton is? Like, without, without, like, not on Netflix? I've never actually read any of those books. Um, Yeah, so I have, like, some favorite historical romance novels that I used to read over and over. And I was like, they should make this into a TV show. This would be amazing. And then they made Bridgerton, and it was a hit. And I was like, see, I told you. Um, But, yeah, like that, I, like, yeah, like that. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, note to self. Uh, but your husband liked it. He did. Yeah. I mean, it's beef and like, flaky crust. Flaky crust. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> of, of course a man likes that. Like, yeah. I just kind of wanted some different flavors in it. Some, yeah. I just needed more spice and seasoning and stuff to it. And I'm not talking like throwing habanero peppers type of spice, but I. It was a little boring. It, yeah, I just felt like it needed a little bit of zing. But I guess if you're making something kind of for the masses, it probably needs to be a little bit more, like, generic. Yeah, terms. it was just okay. But I thought it was, like, super fun that somebody, like, fell in love with them over in Australia and came back here and was like, I'm going to try to bring this to the States. And the fact that we had it at the local store was, I for sure I was, was like, I'm going to have to just buy some empanadas. <laughs> I was super impressed when you came right? back with yeah. like actual Australian meat pies. Yeah. I was ready to like pull up the crescent dough. I was like, we got crescent dough. We can pull, throw some like pulled pork in there. Boom, meat pie. <laughs> but you're and I'm like, how American is that? And you were like, no, we're going authentic. So yeah. I thought I was impressed. Yeah, right? I didn't even have to go to Trader Joe's. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Um, although next time I go to Trader Joe's, I may look because theirs may be, if they have them, yeah. even more stellar. All right. So let's get back to some more listener categories. We'll give out some more awards and then we will talk duck cake because <laughs> that is that's a whole thing. All right. Ooh, this is another really tough category, Tori. So I'm really interested to see what you think. The Golden Can of Beans for funniest episode goes to 
Stumpfest. Oh, I did not actually have that one on my list. I had in my notes on that one um, that this was my most laugh out loud moments of any Bluey episode to date. Okay. Yeah, I also have Stumpfest on my list someplace else. Okay. I have Dad Baby mm-hmm. because I just, I so funny. I also have Knits slash Hairdressers. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And I have Boss. I have bus. Which is fun. And it's hard not to include the grannies. Like, I kind of also needed to give the grannies a golden can of beans. Absolutely. Because they're the grannies and they're the whole reason that we have a golden can of beans. And we're doing that as our award. (laughs) Yeah, I wrote bus because of the grannies. Mm -hmm. And then I also had muffin cone. Oh, yeah. I do love muffin cone. That one is also... Also super great. Yeah, the funniest is hard. They have a lot of tearjerkers and then they have a lot of super, super funny episodes. I think Mm -hmm. those are those are kind of the best. All right. Maybe this one will be a little bit easier. The Golden Can of Beans for best friend episode. Friend episode is Seesaw. (gasps) I also had Seesaw. Really? Yes. It was hard because there's... There's like four or five of them. I also had Daddy Drop Off. Mm-hmm. Although technically it wasn't till the end, but that was just such a great so good. end reveal that that was a hard one. But I think that we are both 100% in sync with Seesaw. Yay. And we met a new friend and it had tons of other friends. Yeah. My honorable mention was Helicopter. Oh, yeah. That was I liked one. Helicopter with yeah. her friends. Oh, my God. Winton and his, like, yes. not knowing where his dad lives mm-hmm. and, like, being dropped <laughs> into the pool is just so, so great. Okay. I'm also thinking this next one we may, we may agree on. If we don't, it's going to be really interesting. The Golden Can of Beans for Best School Episode, episode taking place at the school, goes to Helicopter Army. <gasps> we, I thought that we would agree on this one. So, yeah, it's hard when you've, like, so I already chose Army for another one, but I also chose Helicopter's honorable mention for <laughs> friends, so I don't know. It's hard, yeah. I also had Barky Boats, but you don't like that one. <laughs> I thought you, so I was kind of worried that you were going to say Barky Boats, because I mean, no. it takes place at the school, but yeah. it's, Yeah. It, it is hard because, yes, yeah, sometimes they do crossover for stuff. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Maybe this next one. Okay. Okay. The Golden Can of Bean Awards for the best cousin episode goes to Charades. Muffin Cone. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is the problem with, like, you have it in, like, I kind of put some stuff in, like, I said them over and over again because there's yeah. certain episodes. Are so rare. Also, I had Stumpfest in here. I mean, Muffin Cone and Stumpfest were yes, just totally. both epic episodes. Okay. I'm really interested to see what you say about this next one. So who did you give the Golden Cannon Bean Awards to for the best non-home episode? There was quite a lot, actually, in this season. I'm going to... S- I have three that I wrote down, but I'm going to say okay. the one I haven't said yet, which is my golden can of beans goes to the quiet game, mm. which is at home for a short time, but the majority is at the toy store. I have Hammerburn and Octopus. Those were my other two. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, I had. I was like, I don't care if Hammer Burns in my top five. Like, yeah. I'm still going to. It's one of my favorite. Like, there's a reason it yeah. can win two. It can it can win two awards. Yeah. You guys, have you ever been to or watched an award <laughs> ceremony? Sometimes those films get like eight awards: uh, best cinematography, best hair and makeup. Right. Yeah, I so, had I had the Quiet Game, Hammer Burn, and Octopus. Those were yeah. my three for non-home episodes. Yeah. Same. Same. Okay. So how many BTUs has this one got? Bluey! It's probably another Bluey. I'm sorry. This is what happens when you're unhappy with what you've got. Someone's husband eventually gets it. I just wanted the dining room table. You can't just get new stuff all the time. Why not? Because stuff costs money. There's no magical place where everything's just free. This next one's going to be really hard. And then we'll talk about duck cake. Okay? Okay. Whew. I went weird on this one. Oh, I'm doing best parenting moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I went unique on this one. Okay. So the golden can of beans for best parenting moment goes to Tori. Squash. <gasps> what? Okay, tell me what moment in Squash. Why? Okay, I have to say, in general, I am so impressed that they took their kids to a workout. Because if a friend calls me and says, hey, do you want to go play Squash? I'm going to be like, nah, sorry, I got the kids I can't. Or I'm going to say, hey, Ron, you take the kids. I'm going to go play Squash. What? The fact that these they both brought that they brought the kids both kids to squash i was so impressed by but uncle stripe didn't bring any of his kids that's true but two kids two kids were there (laughs) i don't know i was (laughs) i just think i for i have to say as a parent i feel like i cheat a lot or like i will just leave my kids home and when i see parents out and about with their kids doing everything with their kids i'm always impressed like a mom shopping with like six kids. I'm sorry. I'd wait till the dad was home or I'd go while they were sleeping. I would not go to the store with six kids. But these moms that just go everywhere with their kids all the time. I'm super impressed by that. And so for a parenting, and I think it's like a parenting philosophy where they're just like, if I'm going, the kids are going. So I think it's a parenting philosophy that I'm impressed by. And I felt like that illustrated it. And there's was a couple episodes where I'm like, oh, my God, why don't they have their kids with them? They should just leave them at home. So in- because it's a kid show, uh, it's not actually a parent show, Tori. And so the kids have to be in every episode. But if I think about as a whole, one of the things I'm impressed by their parenting, that's it. And so I feel like Squash was the one that best showed that parenting. It's a parenting thing I don't have. Like, huh. I don't take my kids everywhere. Okay. All right. So I recently went to Medieval Times. Yes. And I did take my children. And I invited three other, so it's a, it's four families, and we all hang out together, and we're all friends. And medieval times, this feels like a thing that you would take children to, right? I've been to medieval times as a child, yes. So yes, yes. I would agree with that statement. So it was for my husband's birthday, and I was bought tickets for me, my husband, and my kids. Then I told these friends, hey, everybody, we're doing this if you would like to come. All three families said, yes, we would love to come. All three families <laughs> bought tickets for only the parents and did not bring any children. 
Oh, really? <laughs> Interesting. And I was, and I, part of me was like, this is why I'm friends with these people because they're like me or they're like, oh, something fun would be kids would make difficult. Great. I'm going to leave the kids at home. But then the other part of me is like, why aren't you bringing your children to this thing that's clearly for yeah. children? Okay. So anyway. All right. The healers are not chicken parents. They take their kids everywhere, even to play squash. The end. It's a kid's show. The kids have to be in the episode. <laughs> um, so for best parenting moment, we can just agree to disagree here. I have both fancy restaurant because Bandit was a champ eating that super fancy meal. And then he like vomited everywhere. He was <laughs> he was the epitome of romance. Yes. So I have that. And then I also have bingo the uh, the bingo episode for the being your own friend like teaching your child to be their own friend and chili was just like doing her thing and she's like maybe you need a problem and i like problems and she was just fixing stuff around the house that was epic. and you know they just taught bingo how to do her own thing and just like be with herself so that's why i had those ones yeah i love it very good okay don't worry yes duck kick let's (laughs) let's talk so you're the one that wanted to make the duck cake so i had bought the women's you know cake book from australia like Mm -hmm. the actual one so i had it but i have never actually been like yeah let's make a duck cake Mm, that seems like fun um i'm very impressed that you wanted to do it thank you and you made the cakes i did and you cut the cakes and you frosted the cakes <laughs> and you cried on the floor. <laughs> and then we you decorated the cakes. I did nothing. I took videos. Uh, you will all see them. Don't worry. And uh, so just take us through the process. Is there anything that okay. you learned? Um, would you do it again? First of all, would you do it again? I think I would. Yeah? Yeah, I would. Okay. Um, yeah, so I we were chatting about what we should make for this recap what recipes stuck in our mind from the season and of course duck cake was top of mind and i was like it's a little ambitious maybe we wait and we do it another time and then i was like no it's season two we should do it so i think i told you if i make the cakes the day before i'll do it if i don't then i won't we'll just wait and see yes so then last night i was like all right i'm gonna make the cakes so i made three box cakes the only reference I had at that point, because I didn't have the book, you had the book, was literally the recipe from the Bluey episode. <laughs> and from the screenshot of the book from the Bluey animated version, it looked like <laughs> three cakes. Yeah. So I made three cakes, um, two large size, and then the third cake box, I did two small cakes. So I had two big cakes, two small cakes. And um, today... As I started to take them out, immediately realized they were very crumbly. They were very crumbly. And maybe I should not have used a box cake, although the recipe said to. The recipe, the actual recipe in the cake book says to make the cake like mix, the cake pouch mix. But that cake, the density of the cake in that image in the book is much more either like an angel food cake or a really dense, 
like a really dense cake. It was not the normal crumbly USA sort of birthday cake cake that we have here. I definitely think, and have you watched The Great British Baking Show? You know how they like talk about like a Genoise sponge or this type of sponge or this type of sponge. I definitely think it was a different type of cake than the prototypical U.S. Betty Crocker Pillsbury yellow from the box cake. I'm sure any listener who has any baking experience (laughs) is like, oh, yeah, I'd never use that. What What were you you thinking? Yes. And I should have. This is for real life, right? Like, this is where, like, okay, it says to use the package. We're going to do it. Or even if you're making a cake, it's probably going to end up most of the cake recipes that we have here in the U.S., like that type of consistency of a cake. Yeah, I for sure was like, oh, I should have reached out to my friend who's a baker and gotten like a recipe for like a sponge, to your point. So the cake was very crumbly right off the bat. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. (laughs) And I think we anticipated, oh, this is going to be a big, messy endeavor. Even before that. Yes, we knew that. Yes. But as I'm watching the cake crumble, just taking it out of the pan, I'm like, oh, this is going to be next level. (laughs) So I took the cake. I cut it into chunks. The other thing I realized is that you were supposed to bake a specific shape. So it was more of like a cube and I had more like flat. Yeah. So I you had more of a sheet cake. Yes. And it definitely looked like the two main pieces of the body were like much loaf. taller. They it, were loaf. It was more of like a loaf. Yeah, like a pan. loaf pan. So I cut my sheet cake and stacked it up to make it taller. I probably should have iced in between to make that sticky, by the way. <laughs> We definitely shouldn't. Do- Why did we not do that? Why did we not put any icing? I thought in about between, because then of course it, like, of course it's gonna fall apart. <laughs> oh my god! I did think about it as I was doing it, but it's fine. Did you? Oh, I thought. I wonder if I should stick these together with icing. But I, at that point, I knew I only had two things of icing, and I didn't want to waste them. True. So stack them up. I then carve it into the shape of the duck body. It looked pretty good. I at have to point. say, at that point, it was like, if if we would have had the layers of icing, it definitely would have been better. But you did really good at shaping that cake with your giant, giant knife. <laughs> no. I just the entire time was like, please, because I'm taking video. I'm she like, very worried. I do not want to be the person who's videoing her like chopping off her finger or something so be very careful folks if you're shaping your cake do not use a giant knife like my friend she was very disclaimer on i'm gonna put a disclaimer on that video when i do it she got being like do you need a smaller knife do you have any smaller knives do you think a smaller knife might be easier it's like i'm using my big knife i'm just doing it so funny so sculpt it it looked yeah, great. It looked good. So then I tried to ice it. Even with the head. When you put the head on, it oh, looked... Oh, I did put the head on. And you, you put the, the I used dowels. straws as yeah. dowels. And it looked good. It did. It, it looked good. We were like, okay, you're definitely going to have to do a crumb layer. And then we'll probably need to put more frosting on. But it, it did not look bad at that point. So we go to do the icing. And I'm like, hey, I saw this TikTok where you take the icing and you're not supposed to use it directly from the icing jar. You're supposed to like microwave it for 15 seconds. I had no idea. And it's... I've been doing it wrong for like 30 some odd years. So I had seen it as like a I'm today years old on TikTok and I had never tried it. (laughs) So Sharon famously said, Mm -hmm. well, 
Yeah, if if you're gonna try it, I mean, now's the time, yeah, right? Today's like, the day. Today's the day. Like, let's just do it because why not? <laughs> so I threw the icing in a bowl, microwaved it for 15 seconds. Amazing! Who who knew that we have lived our entire lives without this amazing hack? So it made it a little thinner, so it was it easier to spread, and it made it like bigger, like volume wise. Yeah, There's definitely more. Yeah. So that was great. So then I tried to put it on the cake and it just crumbled mess. Yeah, this is where everything kind of went downhill. Like it like <laughs> things just started, pieces started crumbling off. And the more you tried to do it, just kind of the worse that it got. And then we realized that two things of icing, two tubs of icing was definitely not going to be enough for the duck cake. So we sent your husband, your husband, beautiful, amazing husband, volunteered to go to the store to get more icing. And while he was gone, we decided, okay, maybe if we put it in the fridge, right? Because they do that on those cake shows. And firm things. it up. Firm it up. Just put it in the fridge. It'll help firm it up. So we cleaned out the fridge. Put it into the fridge. I made the spring rolls. Your husband came back. He was also adorable because he was like, nope, can't look at it. Can't look at it. Not till it's done. So he drops off the icing and goes to a room. You open up the fridge to take it out. And the head has fallen off. In like a perfect bandit moment, the head has completely like fallen off. The little straw dowels are like sticking out of it. I just, it was so funny. At this point, I thought it was a lost cause. It looked like a crime scene. I was laughing really, really hard. (laughs) The kids were still upstairs. They hadn't seen it. We were downstairs doing all of this and they were like upstairs. So, um, but you got the head back on. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? At the very least, I want to put these chips on the duck beak thing. So I was like, even I even put the head kind of more in the middle of the body instead of the front of the body. Because at this point, I'm like, it's a lost cause. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm just going to get it to the end. Yeah. So I stuck the head. I'm in it to win it. Let's go. (laughs) So I stuck the head more in the middle of the body. But and then I had extra chunks of cake I hadn't used. You have so much extra cake. <laughs> Literally bowls of cake chunks downstairs. I just I told you at some point, I'm like, maybe we should just do the whole cake pop thing where it's just literally a mixture. No, when you were went to go do the head and you're like, I don't know if this is gonna work. I was like, well, worst case, we could just make like a giant cake pop. Which is for, still a really good idea. For the head. Like Honestly, like for the entire thing, just like crumble up like a ton of stuff, mix it in the thing. And I I feel like a giant cake pop duck cake, a duck cake pop yeah. would um, could totally be viable. It's a solid idea for Thank sure. You. For sure. I believe in you, mate. You can do this. It's good. It's very good. Oh, too easy. Oh, duck cake. Oh, that's not good. Are you okay, Dad? Yeah, mate. I'm okay. Don't worry. So I put the head on the middle of the body and then realized I had extra pieces of cake. So I put new cake on the bottom front. I don't know if you know I did that. Oh, no, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Because so much of like every time I frosted it, chunks of cake would come off. So it like the duck kept getting smaller. So I kind of reinforced the duck. And then um, because Ron had come back with more icing, 
I had like two more things of icing and I just dumped icing all over it and was like, okay, now we do the face. (laughs) And the popcorn. So we put the duck bill in. We did the popcorn. Yep. Um, you had that idea. You loved the popcorn. You put the popcorn on the body too. I did. I, I was surprised that you didn't. We didn't cover the entire cake. I considered the it. I considered we could do. It. I mean, we have enough. We have enough popcorn. My child has only eaten the duck butt. My child <laughs> promptly after this was done was like, "Can I have some duck cake?" And he really wanted the face. The and only, I was like, the only- "I was like, no." She's worked for two hours. You can't have the face. How about some duck butt? So we cut off a piece of duck butt, and then I made a new face in the duck butt for my son. So he she, was very so excited. she added chips for the bill, <laughs> blueberries for the eyes, yep. and popcorn so that the plate yep. looked like the duck. Yes, but the duck still had its head yeah. and face. But you use blueberries for yes. the eyes, which, which was your call. Which yes. was so smart. Yep, because we didn't honestly need anything dripping off of it at that point. And blueberries were perfect for they the did. eyes. They did. They did. And we used, or you used Pringles for the duck beak, which I actually love better than just like a regular like Ruffles kind of lace chip. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you always do that thing with Pringles and you yeah. actually do like the duck bill. They were positioned like perfect. Yes. And then you found some ribbon. I did. I found ribbon and did the ribbon on the front. And we did not do the red dots, though. There because... really wasn't space. My duck wasn't tall no. enough. So when you put the bow on his neck, there really wasn't space for the buttons. Yeah. Um, but the popcorn, as you mentioned before, the popcorn looks so good on the yes. head. And it actually started making it look better that I just like threw extra popcorn like on this back a little bit, too. And they're not supposed to. I just nah. ran- went for it with the popcorn. <laughs> and at this point, I was like... Oh my God, it actually looks like a duck. <laughs> it, does. it does. I was so proud with, because I really thought it was a lost cause in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, at this point, I'm just going to finish it so I can say I finished it, even if it looks ridiculous. And by the end, it looked pretty damn cute. It did. It did. So proud of it. I mean, I it's still a hot mess. <laughs> and the fact that Hunter ate any of it was a shock. <laughs> he was the only person in the house who wanted to eat some. So far, so far, so far. I mean, the day's young. The day's young. <laughs> I definitely think you need to have a party because you need to invite some people over because that's a lot of cake. <laughs> like three boxes worth of cake. Three boxes of cake and like four things of icing. <laughs> so much icing. I really hope the icing was on BOGO. Oh, <laughs> it's fine. It's just $50 worth of icing. So, needless to say, we had a lot of fun making the duck cake. It is hard as heck. Um, If anyone is, like, going to make it, I think that the type of cake that you use is so important. Yes. Like, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, maybe, like like I said, an angel food cake would hold up probably a little bit better. Or, yeah, I mean, but to any parents, and I've seen lots of photos out there, this is, like... Oh, it's the real deal. It is the real deal. But we had so much fun. I I have laughed. I haven't laughed so hard in a really long time. A really long time. Yay, duck cake. Yay, duck cake. All right, Tori, we have two more listener categories. Let's do it. Let's do it. So the golden can of beans for favorite game to recreate with your kids goes to Barky Boats. What? <laughs> no. What? So this summer, huh? my, my family and I went to California. Okay. 
And we went up to the mountains and we stayed at a cabin. Okay. And I don't know if you know, but California had a record amount of snow this year. Yeah, it did. So there were streams everywhere. And they were playing with leaves and doing leaves down the streams. And then I was like, Barky Boats! So they started getting pieces. So we would go on hikes and they would find bark. Oh, fun. And then we would do the streams. And they had so much fun playing in those streams. And this is a cabin that we go to every year. But this is the first year that there was streams and water because they've been in a drought for 30 years. Yeah. So it was just so much fun. And we spent the whole time talking about barky boats and, and doing the races down the stream. And so that's why that one came to mind for me. Oh, that's nice. Yay. I had uh, like the games that they played on the road trip. Oh. Like all of the car games. So cute. So I thought that, you know, those were those were really fun. Yeah, that's a good that one. Was, I almost said quiet game. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know that ended badly for Bandit. But I was like, I kind of want to say quiet game. We have played Octopus a bunch of times. We have also played Octopus. So that's a fun one. Yeah. Um, our, but our number one one is from season one, which is Shadowlands. Oh, yeah. Charlie and I play that all the time. And then, of course, Keepy Uppy, which is also season one. But for oh, season yeah. two, uh, Barky Boats for me. Okay. Oh, here's a big one. Favorite life lesson. So the golden can of beans for favorite life lesson. It's a three-way tie, folks. It's a three-way tie. We have baby race for run your own race. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mr. Monkey Jocks for being spoiled. And last but not least, mom school, because we all fail mom school sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Really was so, there were so many great lessons. Yes. You know, I think the, also the, I don't want you know, a life lesson, a lime lesson, whatever. I just want ice cream. You know, it's also really <laughs> funny. But I think for actual lessons that Bluey stealthily taught our children, hopefully, mm-hmm. like yes. subconsciously, those three, like a baby race in mom school more for just me as yeah. a mom, you yeah. know, kind of feeling it. But I also did like Mr. Monkey Jocks. Yeah, because, that's a really good one. Yeah. Hey, he said he wanted him. But you can't give him stuff just because he says he wants it. Look, I'm just the butler. If you have a problem, take it up with the monkey. Oh, I will, all right. Listen, mate, I think it's time for a certain someone to find somewhere else to live. I didn't mean us. That was harsh but fair, sir. Mm -hmm. I struggled with this one because... I feel like there's always life lessons in these. Always. And I remembered several times us saying like, oh, we love this because this is a life lesson that nobody usually talks about. So I was just like, I felt like, I don't know, I couldn't nail it down to just one. Yeah, it was really, really hard. And then I do want to give a couple honorable mentions. I know that you did yep. it earlier, mm-hmm. but I have to do honorable mentions for flat pack. Yes. Because it was... They taught us evolution. <laughs> and it dealt with, like, death in the afterlife afterward. I mean, the whole thing was just, whole like... thing. It was a whole thing while also telling us not to do what cartoon dogs do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, here's some instructions. Oh, am I supposed to do with the cartoon dogs? Like, great, amazing episode. Like I said, I really loved Escape. Circus. 
Mm-hmm. Circus, it taught us about the system of government mm-hmm. in Australia. And children had no idea. And they just saw it as, you know, learning how to deal with other kids and that type of stuff. The layers in that episode, super funny. Um, Democracy sausage. I just really (laughs) still wish it would come here to the U.S. And fancy restaurant. That was just chili pretending to go pee in a corner. Too funny. (laughs) Amazing. And the angles of the camera so that you could like see her and be like, oh, the toilet's just over there next yeah. to the next to the bookcase. And then it, like the angle of the camera. So, I mean, mm-hmm. so many good episodes in season two. Yeah. My other honorable mention um, was Piggyback. Oh, yeah. That's like a really good one. Um, and I loved that was one of the ones that had really good like in the background. Like so the much authentic, was happening. Yeah. So much happening yeah. in the background and like authentic to the location. Mm-hmm. And it was fun with having them on vacation. So that was an honorable mm-hmm. mention for me, but didn't really have a an award, specific award. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Season two was really packed it was. with a lot of amazing mm-hmm. episodes. For sure. Yeah. So are you excited about season three? We get to start I, season I three. I am so excited about season three. This is the closest I've ever been to new episodes dropping and me getting to watch them. Normally, I'm like years behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the beginning of season three has been out for a while. But yes. people are really talking about season three because new season three jo- dropped recently. It did. There so, are 37 episodes available here in the U.S. for us to watch on Disney+. Plus. So 10 new episodes just dropped earlier this month, like literally was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I watched recent. all of them like 25 times. And then the other day my son was like, oh, we need to watch these ones. And, you know, I've had over so over many again. people. Yeah. So many people ask me about season three and say, like, it just keeps getting better. And season three is amazing. There is there's so. some interesting things, though, in season three. Yeah. They, they, they do some interesting things with the parents. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's the direct result of you know just what we've said before oh everybody thinking like that they're feedback. so perfect and mm-hmm. da, 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 da. so there's there's a couple things that when they did it I was like what is happening right now <laughs> and then there's a couple of the new episodes it was really funny to see my son's reaction oh yeah to them um so I cannot wait it sounds like so there's about, I think, 10 more episodes. There's more episodes available in Australia. So they've seen more, but they haven't seen the entire season. Okay. So the entire season is not out yet. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the last couple of episodes may not drop for a little bit of time. And it sounds like one of the episodes may actually be like a 28-minute Episode. Holy cow. That's yeah. like a movie in Blueyverse. <laughs> I know. I know. Because I posted something about how many episodes were out because there was a lot of people and a lot of confusion of like, what do you mean? The rest of the season isn't out. Where's the rest of the episodes? And it's like, no, no, no. They dropped new episodes, but not the rest of the episodes. This is literally season three, part B. There's more to come and they don't even have all of them in australia right oh my goodness so as i was posting this a couple of people were writing back and they're like oh so-and-so theorizes there's going to be this apparently there's been a couple places where joe brum has mentioned that there is going to be like one massive episode oh wow so i don't even know if they're going to get to 52 in season three 
like they've done for the other seasons. Mm. It may end earlier, but it could be because that one episode is so massive. Yeah. Right? Mm Because 28 minutes is essentially like three, four episodes. Yeah. 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 That's like a lot of episodes. Like the normal time. So I'm super excited for us to start talking about season three, diving in some of, I don't want to say some of my favorite episodes, but I definitely have some new favorites. I definitely have some new favorites. And I'm very excited for us to do our wrap up at some point because they have some great food. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already thinking about the food. I don't know. So many episodes in the season is like overwhelming. Can we do like a mid-season wrap? Oh, we could totally do a (laughs) mid-season. Yes, let's do it. I mean, they did. They like dropped a bunch of episodes and then they pieced out for a while. Right. I mean, it's a lot of hard work. And they've talked, they have talked about and there are articles out there some of them a lot of them are clickbait but talking about how they are planning on taking a little bit of a rest i mean Mm -hmm. that is a lot of work yeah they've been doing this for like four or five years yeah and just cranking out episode after episode after episode after episode after episode Mm -hmm. um so i can see why and then obviously COVID happened so i can see why season three has kind of dropped in pieces because it helps spread it out as well. But there is talk that season four is going to be a little bit delayed. But good news, there's apparently going to be a bluey game. Like a, I think, I don't know if it's a phone game. I can never remember if it's a phone game or like an actual like on your console game. But apparently there's a game coming. Oh my gosh, fun. Yes. So you may see that there's some clickbait out there that says, bluey is leaving Disney plus like da 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 da, and it's like, no, and then if you actually read the episode, they're like, oh, well, Bluey's not technically leaving, but it is going to be a a game. Yeah, and you're like, so annoying. <laughs> I I can't stand those people. Yeah, like so they write those headlines for clickbait. I know, seriously. So I'm excited to get into season three. Yay, me too. Yes. Um, and for season three, folks, we will officially announce Tori will just be doing her Tori synopsis. We're no, we're, because it was just so great at the end of season two and frankly, so much better than the, what Disney plus pulls from the official Bluey TV website synopsis. So we'll be featuring our Tori synopsis for every episode. Yay. (laughs) And maybe some other fun stuff. We don't know yet. Fun. But definitely come back here. We're probably going to take like maybe a week or two because um, Tori, school starts here in Florida in like two weeks. I cannot believe it. What in the insanity? Big Brother hasn't even started. (laughs) I My child was watching Phineas and Ferb. And the beginning part of Phineas Ferb is like, uh, they talk about 104 days of summer vacation. 104 days of summer vacation. I remember that song. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, my child's isn't even like 64 days of summer vacation. <laughs> <laughs> they literally have two months. That is crazy. I feel like when I was a kid, it was like three, three and a half months. Longer. Yeah. It definitely felt longer. So our kids are, um, and he- here's the thing. In the U.S., there's a bunch of kids that just began their summer vacation and don't go back for like another month, month and a half. Yeah, it's not consistent. It is not consistent at all. But our children will be going back in two weeks. So there may be, we do have... A couple of extra bonus episodes, so don't worry. There will be new content from us every single week. We are not on strike. Um, (laughs) No strike here. (laughs) No strike here. (laughs) So you guys can uh, rest assured that there will be new content every week, and then we're just going to go straight into season three. And it's going to be fun stuff. 
So thank you guys so much for listening, tuning in every week, following us, engaging on Instagram, sending emails. Thank you so much for the categories we did. Yes. All of the categories for the can of beans came directly from you. Yes. And they were so good and so so fun to think about and like a really great way to end the season. So thank you for all of those amazing um, ideas and entries for can of bean award topics. Yes. All right. And we will be back here sometime later. Thanks. You must have learned a thing or two. I have. And there's something you need to know. What? You're doing great. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it with your friends. Go online, rate the podcast, follow us to get the newest content drops right when they release. And of course, message us. You can find us on Instagram at for real life period pod, or you can send us an email at for real life period pod at gmail.com. Again, that's F O R R E A L. L-I-F-E period P-O-D.